marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg. This is Lorraine Ball. And this is Lydia Thurston. And today, well, we're going to talk about letting people eavesdrop on your conversation. Yeah, it's something that we do at Roundpeg quite a bit, and it's uh, through one of our favorite social media channels, Twitter. When I say that we're going to let people eavesdrop, it's not so much that we are recording what we're saying, but we use the hashtag OHAtThePeg to capture weird things that people say. Um, it's something that has been going on for I don't even know how long. I've only been here for a few months now, but um, we've already gotten quite a few hysterical uh, OH at the peg tweets out there from the time that I've started here. And essentially it just gives, A, us the opportunity to show our personality to um, other companies out there and other people who might be interested in working with us. B, it lets those people like listen to our daily um, conversations that we have with one another. And they are downright wacky sometimes. <laughs> well, and that's really how OH at the Peg started is we would say things here and you know someone would say something and you would just start laughing and you would think, I need to share that. Or someone would say something and you're like, did, did you just say that? We'd share it on, on Twitter. And actually in our bios, almost all of us have our own favorite OH at the peg. I have one that I didn't even think was that funny, but it cracked Jenna up. Somebody asked me a question and I said, I don't know, I just work here. And <laughs> it's funny. We, um, we've said some really clever things. I mean, for example, um, you know, you've got a few What's the correct way to spell doggy? That wasn't me who said that. That was me quoting Peter. <laughs> uh. Well, and, you know, the other thing is it's also a fun way to, um, to maybe vent or blow off a little bit of steam. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and, so, and, and so sometimes we say things that maybe don't really make any sense to anyone else, but just... To see that pop in your timeline, you're thinking, okay, that's pretty weird. Um, shut up and eat your beans. Absolutely. You know, it's a little bit of blowing off steam, but not calling out anybody. And it just kind of lets us uh, say something funny and have it be out of context. And hopefully other people laugh when they read it. Part of it is it just, it makes us laugh. And I think laughter is good. I think it makes our customers laugh. But we've also had prospective employees read our OH the peg and say, you guys just seem fun. Absolutely. That was one of the things that I remember most vividly about um, researching round peg before I came here. I was so intrigued and confused about what all these little snippets of conversations were at the bottom of all of the bios here, but I knew they were hysterical and I knew that they must have meant something and uh, it was just fun to get to know the people that are either potentially going to be future coworkers or future um, marketers for your business. And I think that's the thing is that a lot of people have taken their social media into what I call robot mode. They publish four posts a week with a picture and a link to something and they're pretty pictures and the content is clever but it's sterile. There's no personality. Absolutely. There's, that's definitely something that we've seen um, 
And I think that having a clever, fun hashtag like this for your business or something that you do on Instagram on a weekly or bi-weekly basis or even Facebook, just to kind of break up that monotony and add some injection of personality and fun into your brand. And it's mm -hmm. not just your brand, it's you. It's genuinely who your company is. And I think that really resonates with um, prospective clients. The other thing about OH at the Peg that I personally really liked was when I first started the company, it was me. And so the voice of the company was Lorraine. OH at the Peg is very rarely me. 90% of the time it's somebody else here saying something and most of the time it's it's stuff from the creative team that's hanging out in the back and the first time I see the comment is actually when it hits my my Twitter feed and so every now and then I'll see it and I'll start giggling up here you know for example um, that when uh, Anne was here and she said why are you shouting at me in cursive <laughs> just sort of trying to put your head around how you shout in cursive yeah make and again it makes you it makes you laugh and i think that's really important and you know i i think that a lot of people say oh you guys are creative and we couldn't do that but i think that a lot of companies could create their own oh in the peg Absolutely, and you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be OH at your company. Just even creating a hashtag that you feel is quite um, particular to your brand and to your voice mm -hmm. and something that you know you can use on a daily, if not, I mean, when it comes to Twitter, hourly basis mm -hmm. sometimes. So that when somebody starts to see all of those in their time or in their newsfeed, they know it's your company and they know who it's coming from um, and just by allowing, by giving yourself some sort of distinguishing hashtag, uh, you are setting yourself apart from many other companies out there. Absolutely, and I think a couple of rules, if you're going to do that, you wanna keep it short. Now, this was much more important when Twitter was limiting us to 140 characters. Absolutely. You know, you have a little more flexibility, but I still think short tweets are much more likely to get retweeted mm -hmm. and get shared. And so keeping it short and poppy will actually increase the chances that people will notice it and pay attention. Absolutely. The next time you're on Twitter, take a glance at the left sidebar and you'll see the trending the trending tweets in your area and just see how long those are and kind of use that as a rule of thumb when you're coming up with your company's uh, hashtag and just keeping it short and sweet and to the point is really what potential clients are looking for. And recognize that if you're going to build momentum around a hashtag, it doesn't happen overnight. You have to use it and use it consistently. Not in every tweet, but it needs to show up in the timeline often enough mm -hmm. that people begin to see it and recognize it. Absolutely. Um, I think also whatever it is on Twitter, because that's where you were really talking about using these kind of hashtags, the content has to stand on its own. If it's part of a three-part message, mm -hmm. you've lost me. Yeah, you know, I think that there has been one OH at the peg that was actually a conversation, and each individual had one line. 
but you know you can't even with these 280 character tweets you can't try to fit the whole story in there and that's what makes it so fun that's what makes it so different and interactive and new um, and it just by having just this short little out of context line where people read it and say what the heck but also kind of laugh to themselves that's exactly what you want it, it totally is and so you know give it a try and if you are experimenting with a hashtag like this go ahead and at reply round peg do a hey at round peg and then do your whatever your oh is or whatever you decide your company hashtag is we'd love to follow your conversation absolutely so if you are thinking about playing a little bit more on twitter Definitely do a quick search for OH at the peg to get a sense of how this works and look for our other tweets in your timeline. Great. Uh, if you've enjoyed today's episode and you want to learn more about marketing and social media, be sure to check out our blog at Roundpeg and look for more than a few words wherever you listen to your podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.